Hi, I'm Amber, and my website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I specialize in healing sessions that are focused on healing core wounds, the inner child, um, sacred union sessions, and block clearing. Today's podcast is focused on something that comes up quite a lot in my sessions with clients, which is the importance of a daily practice. Um, I'm going to run you through why a daily practice is important and then make some suggestions for elements that you might want to bring into your daily practice. So one of the first things that I say to clients in an initial consultation, but even throughout our sessions together, should we be working together, is what's your daily practice? What do you do every day that plugs you in? And the response that I often get um, is nothing is there is no daily practice or if there is it's something that isn't daily so it's kind of on a on a need to do basis or on an emergency basis by a daily practice then I mean something that plugs you into a source of power that is infinite that is uplifting that is healing that is empowering and protective now this isn't based on a belief system so you can be an atheist and have a daily practice just as much as being someone who believes in God or um, has a spiritual practice um, or uh, a practice that connects you to the universe or the angels, the archangels or whatever your belief system is. It's about doing something that fills you full of power. And by power, I don't mean egoic power. So I don't mean the kind of power that is about smashing something or someone. It's about an elevated level of consciousness that allows us to be in your highest state of consciousness, allows you to be most connected to your higher self or your most divine or God-like self. For some people then, this is going to be meditation, um, whether it's a meditation to cleanse, to connect to a source of energy, or to set intentions and visualizations for the day. For other people, it might be a yoga practice, Pilates, Qigong, something physical that gets you into the body. And for others, it might be prayer, it could be mantras, it could be singing, it could be drumming, um, it could be lighting a candle and staring at the flame, it could be anything. But the underlying intention has to be that this practice is something that you are able to do every day without fail and that every time you do it, it makes you feel good. It gives you a better start to the day, it connects you to a higher source of intelligence, it connects you to your highest self and it allows you to go out into the world feeling strong, feeling protected and feeling um, empowered from a heart space of empowerment and giving you a clarity over events and situations that you may encounter during the day. So um, my suggestion is that if you don't have a daily practice in your life, that you start to bring one into place. And it has to be something that you're able to do every day. The reason we have a daily practice is so that we don't spend our lives walking through life being zombies, so that we're not constantly in reactive mode, and so that we're able to actively shape the life that we want to live. There is much to be said for surrender, and surrender is very important. We have to allow life to flow through us, and we need to allow ourselves to go with the flow of life because sometimes we are being redirected to situations, events and people that are for our highest good. But you see, surrender goes hand in hand with intention. In the shamanic journey, which some of you may have experience around or know about, 
um, the shaman, the one that's going on the journey, is seeking information, whether it's information for themselves or another, or seeking healing. So before we go into the shamanic journey, we set an intention. My intention is to go on a shamanic journey to meet with my spirit teachers or to seek healing or to gain guidance on whatever it is. We set an intention at the start of the journey and then we go into the shamanic journey, which involves um, drumming or singing or movement sometimes, whatever it is that is your way of journeying. Now, when we're in the shamanic journey, we can't control it. If we try and control it, we're not going to be in the journey. We're going to be in our ego. We're going to be in our mind. So we have to surrender in the journey. We let go. We let the drumbeat take us somewhere. We let the darkness take us somewhere. We allow the images that we see or the sounds that we hear or the emotions that we're feeling to flow through us. And we don't place any attachment to what we're experiencing. We simply experience the journey, knowing that at the end of the journey, we shall have reached the place that we needed to reach, whether it was um, the information that we needed to gain or the healing that we needed to gain. That's how surrender and intention go hand in hand. And that's what's important about a daily practice is that a daily practice helps us to both set intentions and then to surrender to the course of the day, knowing that we have very clearly put in our navigatory codes for the day. So another way to look at it is as if you're going to your sat-nav and you're keying in the postcode of where you want to go for that day. Once you've done that, once you've keyed in your postcode and you've geared up your vehicle to get started, it's got petrol, it's clean on the inside, it runs well, everything's oiled, you're ready to go, you're ready to go on your journey. And you will trust that that sat-nav is going to take you to your destination. Perhaps not the way you would have done it, but nevertheless it's going to take you to your destination because you put in the code for your destination. And that's what a daily practice does. To not do a daily practice is like leaving the house with no compass, no A to Z, no phone and no idea of where you're going. You're just going to see where the day takes you. It may take you somewhere splendid. You may go down the road, you may, you know, take the right turnings and find yourself in a beautiful part of town surrounded by everything that you need. You may find yourself going round in circles. You may find yourself in a dead end. You may end up in a part of town that you didn't want to end up in and now you're facing a situation that's dangerous. You don't know. Some people might find that exciting. I personally see that as a waste of our existence. We are here on this planet to achieve something. Whatever that something is, your soul knows what it is that you're here to achieve. It doesn't have to be something that's necessarily going to make front page news. But your soul is here to achieve something, to learn something, to grow in some way. Our daily practice then is about ensuring that every day we're moving, we're moving closer to the thing that we're here to do, to achieve, to gain, the thing that we want, the thing that our heart desires. If your heart desires to be um, a first class dancer... Your daily practice would involve you getting ever closer to that dream. You would dance every day, you would be in tune with your body, you would look after yourself, you would inspire yourself with the work of other dancers, and so forth. If your, daily pra- if your, um, if your dream, if your ambition is to be, uh, to be a parent, or to be a writer, or to be um, an architect, or whatever it is, every day... You need to be moving closer to the thing that you desire. Now, a daily practice helps us do that because it helps us set intentions for the day. It gets us, get, gets us clear and focused for the day. And it means that we're moving steadily closer to the thing that we desire. 
Now our desires may change. We may say we want to be a dancer and then five years down the line we realize we don't want to be a dancer. We actually want to run our own business. But we're not going to get to the realization that we want to run want to run our own business until we followed the first calling of our heart, the first calling of our soul. So none of these things are set in stone. They are stepping stones to where we eventually wish to get to. And our highest selves, our soul knows that even if we consciously with our limited thinking do not know that. That is why a daily practice is so important. But a daily practice is not just one thing that you do at the start of the day. It's important that at the end of the day, we also take inventory of our day. That means that we have a mindful process where we assess our day. We assess the interactions that we had, some positive, some not so. We assess the things that we may have achieved, maybe the things that we didn't achieve, the goals that we set, the goals that were met, that were met. And what's moving through our body, what what thoughts we're having, what emotions we're experiencing. And we very clearly decide what we wish to hold on to and what we want to let go of. Because we don't want to carry one day into the next. We want tomorrow to be a fresh start. So we can move ever closer to the things that our heart desires. Not so that we're going around in circles, still annoyed about the thing that happened three days ago. It's a really difficult practice in many ways at the end of the day to let go of that day. Because the tendency is to stew over things fall asleep, wake up the next day and still be thinking about what happened yesterday. This is how we hold grievances. This is how we don't forgive others. This is how feuds continue and develop and carry on for years and decades. But a really important part of a daily practice is to clear ourselves at the end of the day. So some suggestions then are to do things that will help you energetically, physically, emotionally and mentally clear from your day. This could be a physical practice, again, like yoga, qigong, dance, swimming, running, going to the gym, whatever it is that helps you clear physically from the physical um, burden of the day. And what do I mean by that? Well, you might have been sitting all day. You might have been in an office all day. Your body will have constricted. The energy flow in your body will have been constricted because of the way your body was uh, behaving during the course of that day. So you need to clear that constriction. You need to go back to neutral in some ways. You may have been on your feet all day and that will cause its own constriction or dancing all day or whatever it was. So physically, you're taking your body to a neutral space. Emotionally, you may have had interactions with people that were draining or positive or loving or angry. Uh, You may have been, if you're a performer or an artist of some kind, you may have been experiencing emotions that weren't even really yours but needed to move through you for this piece of work. So it's really important at the end of the day that you clear those emotions that you don't want to carry into your dreams and you don't want to carry into the next day. So find an emotional practice that helps you clear. It could be journaling, it could be meditation, it could be song, it could be doing something creative, but whatever it is helps you release emotionally in a healthy way. Do that at the end of the day. You want to also be clearing yourself energetically of anything you've picked up from your environment, from other people, from the things that you've seen, the things that you've read, the things that you've listened to, the things that you've experienced. Everything is energy and everything has a frequency to it. So whatever you choose to put into your energy field, into your body, whatever you choose to watch and listen to is going to alter your energy field. So you want to come back to neutral. You want to come back to your highest state. And what helps with that often is things like salt baths or, again, meditation or listening to music that is soothing in some way. Um, Sound healing is, is quite good for that. Being out in nature is a wonderful way of bringing ourselves back into balance. A long walk 
um, walking the land or being near the water, going for a swim, all these kind of things are going to bring your body back into balance and allow you to find your own natural frequency and your own energetic frequency. And setting intentions for your dreams. What is it that you want to experience when you sleep? Do you want to experience a deep sleep? Do you want to experience a sleep where you get realizations so that when you wake up in the morning, you have clarity about a certain question? Do you wish to connect with your higher self in your sleep? What is it that you want to experience as you dream? Because it's not a passive state. We know that it's an active state. So our daily practice then is a top and tail of the start and the end of a day. Now, our daily practice can take as long as we want it to take. If you have the time, an hour in the morning is a wonderful way to start your day. If you think about it, in the course of a day, we have all these hours, another hour that's devoted simply to what we wish to manifest, what we wish to move closer towards is a really good use of time. But we don't always have that luxury. Sometimes we're short for time, we have to get up very early, we have planes and trains and so on to catch. So at least 10 to 15 minutes in the morning, that's a good amount of time for a daily practice. And then at the end of the day, we usually have more luxury because we're not necessarily having to catch a train or catch a plane or meet a deadline. So you can give yourself a bit longer. You can have that bath, listen to that piece of music, do that bit of journaling and give yourself between 30 minutes to an hour so that you're winding down and you're ready for the sleep state. What a daily practice then does is it brings us ever closer to our to our essence, to our truth. It keeps us energetically clear. It keeps us focused on what is of the highest good for ourselves. It keeps our dream state clear. It keeps our energy field clear. And all these things are really important so that we're not reactive. We're not um, we're not being programmed by 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 uh, energies around us, but we're actually being our authentic selves. So the number one homework that I ever set anyone who ever works with me is for them to have a daily practice. And the number one thing that I always say to anyone who ever has a session with me is have your daily practice in place and have it be something that you can do now for the rest of your life every single day. Now, I sometimes get asked, does it have to be the same thing? Um, That's you know, that's a, a question that's for each individual. But the simple answer to that is it doesn't have to be the same thing, but it helps if it is something quite similar. If you're swapping and changing your daily practice, so one day in the morning you do meditation, the next day you do yoga, the next day you do a bit of drumming, there's no consistency. And there's a part of your psyche then that is slightly chaotic, that is that doesn't have something that anchors it. The point of a daily practice, apart from all the other reasons that I've given, is that it's also our anchor. So it's important that a part of our psyche, our inner child, whatever aspect you want to give a label to, knows every morning you do a certain thing and that starts to become your routine and that routine starts to become your bedrock and it starts to give you safety. And what that means is that in, that in chaotic times, in times when you are busy, when you may be in crisis, when you may have deadlines to meet, you have an anchor that you can go back to and it's so automatic in you now, it's so ingrained that you know that all you need to do is go back to that meditation, go back to that yoga pose, go back to that mantra and you're in that clear state. That's why it's important to have something that you do regularly every day. Of course, you can mix and match it. So it might be that, you know, you do 15 minutes of meditation, but when you have a bit more time, you also do 15, 20 minutes of yoga. And then you also do, 
you know, 10, 15 minutes of mantras. And when you're short of time, you just do the one thing. It's the one thing that you do every day that should never change. But everything else you can kind of play around that. So keep your base ingredient the same. And similarly for your nighttime practice, keep your base ingredient the same. And you will find that over time, like ritual, anything that we do repeatedly starts to gain a power of its own. And that power can either be something that assists us or something that depletes us um you know rituals like smoking like drugs like alcohol like gambling these are addictions in many ways if we do them to excess but they're rituals that have got out of control they're they're rituals that have taken on a power of their own uh we we can infuse any action with sacredness or with lack of sacredness and it's really our intention And you will find that if you infuse your salt bath every day with sacredness, it now becomes your refuge. Um, My guidance also sometimes to those who come to me is that if you're one of those people that when chaos starts to happen in your life or deadlines come into play that you just completely forget, you know, you go way off the scale and you, you kind of, your boat gets capsized, I would make a list of all the things that help you when you're really up against it from 1 to 10 or 1 to 20 and keep your list in a prominent place where you can instantly view it should chaos strike so keep it on your phone your laptop stick it on a wall and label it this is what you need to do when things get difficult so that you can go to your list and top of your list will be the top three things that work for you So if you do forget, as we sometimes can, because life can really take us off course and sometimes traumatic things can happen to take us off course, you now have this list that you left for yourself, that your highest self has left for yourself to instruct you on what you need to do when things get intense in your life. You can keep this list in a public place or a private place, depending on what your living situation is like. I strongly urge any of you that do not have a daily practice to bring one into place. It will transform your life. It will be the most, one of the most healing things that you can do for yourself. And it will mean that when things get difficult, you won't need to run straight away to someone to fix you. You will have your own recourse. If you're someone who's never had a daily practice or you've never tried any of these things, then of course it's, it's wise to seek a teacher or a practitioner who can help you out. If any of this has resonated with you, please go to my website, sacredspacehealing.org. And on there, you will find a list of the services that I offer, as well as guided meditations, audio tutorials, and other podcasts that you can listen to. But if you really want to have that contact, drop me a line and we can set up a session. And we can look at how you can start to create a daily practice in your life that can empower and enrich you. Wherever you may be in your journey, I send you much love and much power. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.